You're listening to the Tribe Nail Tech Podcast, where nail techs find inspiration and motivation to take their career to the next level. We welcome you here. Now tribe up and slay your day. Here is your host, Becky Bunnell. Hello and welcome to this episode of Tribe Nail Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Bunnell. And today's episode is sponsored by SoGel Nails. Don't forget to go to SoGelNails.com forward slash contest to enter for today's product giveaway. Hi, guys. Hey, today's episode, I'm going to go over the 10 biggest mistakes of a new nail tech. These, of course, are my opinion, but... Or as long as I've been a nail tech, I've seen a lot of things going on with nail techs. What to do, what not to do. First and foremost, you're done with school. And how do you price your services? This is so important. I see way too many people coming out of school and new nail techs are underpricing their services. Of course, you don't have a lot of experience, and so you want to be able to get people in your chair, but there's certain ways around doing that. But most importantly, you need to figure out what your costs are. So I see too many Naltechs that don't survive in this industry because they're not charging enough. I think it's about a 5% rate of people that continue in the, in the industry after five years. That's really some sad statistics. And I think it is mostly because people are not pricing their services right. So please be aware of that. It's not always the best to do the cheapest because you're going to attract what you put out there. So if you've got really cheap prices, I hate to say it, but you're going to attract cheap people. And I've noticed in the 27 years of me doing nails that most of the time my clients that are cheap (laughs) are the ones that want the most out of me. They want all the nail art. They want this. They want that. They want the bling, the long, you know, nails, and they don't want to really pay for it. And they're not really worth all that work. So set your prices correctly. And if you're not sure how to do that, one way of doing it is you need to figure out each product that you use, how many services that will do. And a lot of manufacturers will state that in their uh, description of their products, how many sets you can get out of it. Some don't, so then you have to do the homework on yourself. So sometimes you have to set your prices for like the first year, do an introductory, and then you take that time, you write the date on the bottle when you open a new product, and then you write it in your book, circle the client that you opened that on, and then when that bottle is finished, you need to count back and figure out how many services you got in that, and then you can divide that into the price of the product, and that tells you how much it is per service. Okay. Moving on, number two, free services, big mistake. So sometimes you can put out there, I'm looking for models, okay? So maybe you are trying to build your clientele and you need models, that's fine. A model is typically someone you bring in to do a free service on, okay? But it's not always best to advertise a bunch of free services. Maybe do, I'm looking for four models because I want to try a new shape or new design, but it's got to be my color, my design, my choice. That is where you would do a model, okay? So don't just be like, I'm doing 10 free sets of nails for the next, you know, 10 people that message me because 
more times than not, they're going to come and get that full set. And then they're jumping to the next person who is offering another great deal. Okay. So you're going to get the bargain shoppers. You're not probably going to get the lifelong customers that you're looking for. Right. And I try to attract high paying clients. I set myself up here that I am I guess on another level in the industry. And so I don't ever offer discounts. I want high paying customers. And when you're offering a bunch of free services, you're not going to get the high paying customers. You're going to get the bargain shoppers. Okay. So your books are never going to get filled because they're going to jump from person to person. They're not going to be loyal to you and they're not going to keep coming back. Okay. Three IOUs. Eek. I've made this mistake in my past years and years and years ago. I would let a certain client write a check. The check would bounce. She'd come in for her next appointment. She would write the check for the last one and for this one. And then that check would bounce. Thank heavens we don't most of the time use checks anymore. But don't do IOUs. If they message you and say, hey, I'm short on money this week and I won't get paid till next week. Can I just pay you then? Your answer can be, well, let's just reschedule you for after your payday. Set your boundaries. I say this in so many episodes and so many of my classes. If you're not setting boundaries, take control of your business. You don't have to take IOUs. You do not have to do that. And it doesn't have to be an uncomfortable situation. Just open your mouth and say what it is, right? Okay, let's just reschedule you until you have the money because it's not fair to you to take IOUs and you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble when these people owe you and then you never get paid for it. Don't make that mistake. Number four, not continuing your education. As many of you know, when you're going to a nail school or a nail apprenticeship, depending on what state you're in here in Utah, you know, 300 to 375 hours typically is to get you to pass your state boards. It's to get you to know your sanitation, your disinfection, different procedures, your anatomy, your diseases, disorders. There's not a lot of time for you to actually get really good at your skill. We know that. I talked to so many nail techs that are like, I didn't learn anything. I, I left school and I didn't know anything. Well, no, it's not really an excuse for the schools. You should learn those skills, but it's practice, 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 practice. You've got to bring models into your school. You've got to bring clients in. If you don't get the practice, you're not going to leave school knowing what you're doing, right? So becoming the nail tech that you want to be, all of that happens after school, okay? So we don't stop learning. We take different classes, different manufacturer's classes, and we learn those. And I highly recommend anytime you decide to try out another product, please go take the class. Please go take the class because there's something, hints, tips, things that you should or shouldn't do. Proper lamps, curing times. If you don't learn those things by going and taking a class from the manufacturer or from an educator of that company, you're missing out. You're not getting the full potential of that product and you're not learning the things that you should should know. So please continue your education. It's so important. Number five, too many niches. Okay. So sometimes we think that we need to learn everything we can. We want to do acrylic, acrogel, gel, gel polish manicures, pedicures, wraps, um, 
all the things, the latest and greatest of everything that comes out, we think we have to learn it all. That's great. But sometimes I find in the industry is if you narrow down what you're good at and what you like and really hone in on that and become an expert in that, you will be more successful than jumping all over the place. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. Great to learn it out all and have those options for different clients because we know some products don't work on everyone and we do want to offer. There's nothing wrong with being doing nails and doing pedicures. That's great because that fills your books, right? But hone in on what you're good at and find that niche and advertise that and make your brand for that. So right now I specialize in hard gel. I did acrylic for 17 years. I no longer do it. I found the hard gel, loved it. And for me, it was good for me because I I don't want to smell the odor of the acrylic. And um, I honed in on it. I became a professional in that. I become an expert in hard gel. Now I teach other nail techs how to do hard gel. So see where I'm going with this? Find your niche and then people are going to come to you because of that, because you're an expert in that. Okay. You specialize in that. Number six, big mistake new nail techs make is they don't open their mouth. You are not putting yourself out there. Okay. People that meet you, when people comment on your nails, are you saying, oh, thank you. I am a nail tech. I do nails. Like if somebody compliments on your nails, you've got to open your mouth. Okay. Say that you do nails. Say that you're looking for clients. Talk to your current clients and tell them, I need referrals. I need new clients. I need to fill my books. Open your mouth and tell them what you do. Okay. Number seven, not raising your prices. Okay. So same thing. When you're first starting out, you're less because you're not as, I guess, talented. You don't have your skills, maybe all the way where they need to be to where you can charge these great prices. So I would say every single year you need to be upping your prices. Maybe it's only a dollar or two. Maybe this year your field didn't go up, but your full set did. Or maybe you're starting to add and charge for nail art. That's fine. Every year, something on your list needs to go up. Okay. Maybe you're jumping 10 whole dollars. Maybe you took a ton of classes last year and your services are top notch and your nails are looking great. So raise your prices. So keep up on that. I see too many people that have been in the industry. They haven't raised their prices for five or 10 years. That's ridiculous. Okay. The cost of living goes up every single year. And you're making less and less and less if you don't raise your prices. The products are going up every year. Your insurance, your taxes, all those things that you need to have to be a nail tech, they're going up. And if you don't keep raising your prices and stay and know what your numbers are, you're making less every year. And that's why people don't survive in the industry either. Okay, so number eight, biggest mistake, buying the latest and greatest and doing what everyone else is doing. Guys, today with social media, with Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook, it's really hard not to judge yourself of what everyone else is doing because we see what other nail techs are doing. We're seeing what products they're using. And it's really hard not to jump on the latest and greatest thing. And what I mean by that is, is anytime a nail art, a certain nail art technique comes out or product, the chromes. How many of you, when Chrome came out, did you go out and buy 25 different chromes? And then how many of them do you really use? 
Did you spend hundreds of dollars on nail art supplies and they are sitting on your shelf because one, your clients don't want to use them. And it's just like you, you just jump at everything, every nail show. You see a bunch of people over there. What are they doing? I'm going to, I got to go do that. Or they're doing this nail class and, and I need to do that nail class. No, you don't. Don't do that. Okay. Cause you're going to spend so much money and then you're going to, you're going to regret it because a lot of your clients won't even want that stuff. So really think about it. I have to do this. I think about it when a new thing comes out on the market, um, you know, dip nails, it was like everyone jumped on dip nails and now everyone's saying, Oh, dip nails aren't that great. They cause infections. It's not very sanitary. So if I would have jumped on that and went about the product, went and taken a class or whatever, I would have all this product now that I probably wouldn't use. So really think about it before you make a purchase. Do I really need that? Do my clients really need that? Will my clients really want that? Okay. So really think about it because you can spend a lot of money and have a lot of regret later, okay? Number 10. Boy, this is a big one, guys. And I hear this over and over and over and over and over again. Confidence. Confidence. So many nail techs don't have confidence. There is a great saying and it's called, it says, fake it till you make it. And there is something to be said for that. I'm not saying fake that you have your skills and all those things. No, I want you to have your skills where they need to be. But confidence. Don't let the client see that you're not confident because then they think you don't know what you're doing. Okay. It's so important to have that self-esteem and have that confidence. And like I said, fake it till you make it. I want you to be educated, but don't get freaked out when you're doing new clients and they're asking for something that you haven't done yet. Um, just go for it and try it. I don't know how many times just this week. I'm going to pick on her. And she's probably going to listen to this. But one of my students said, I don't know how to do cheetah. I don't know how to do cheetah. And I'm like, it's easy. It's very easy. And I'm like, just do this and this. And the client's sitting there in front of her. And of course, she's doing it for free. It's She's just, you know, having a model come in. But she's freaked out because she wanted cheetah and she'd never done it before. Well, that's why you're in school is to learn how to do it and to take that chance and just try it. And they know that you're in school. So then once she did it, it was perfect. And I was like, see, you did it. So half the battle, again, is the fear is the fear of thinking, I don't know how to do this, or it's not going to look right. And if you, <laughs> I don't know how many times I've done this, it's like, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, this doesn't really look good. But then I'm saying out loud, oh, that looks cute. Oh, that looks good. I'm glad you chose that. That looks great. If you are not sure how to do something, you can tell the client, okay, I'll get as close as I can with that because I don't know exactly what products that Pinterest picture is done with. Okay. That could be a decal. It could be this or that. It could be airbrushed. Okay. So I don't know that I have all the exact products to get it to turn out just like that, but I will get as close as I can. And I will put my own personal twist on it because I don't like to copy other nail techs piece by piece. I like to put my own twist on it. How would that be? That's a great response to say back to somebody. And they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. 
that's fine with me. And you can say, how about we do this? How about we do that? You don't have to show that you don't know how to do that. You can just change it up a little bit and put your own twist on it. But confidence, you guys, is 99% of the battle. The more confident you are and you show you're confident, you're going to attract those clients and they're going to trust you. And then the more that you do the thing that you were afraid to do, the more confidence you will get. Does that make sense? So break through the fear, do the thing that you're afraid to do. And then once you're done with it, you can be proud of it and it's going to boost your confidence up. Okay, guys, there's my 10 tips for new nail techs. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please share, please subscribe. Make sure you check out the link for the contest for the product giveaway and check out my online classes at nailtech.ed.com. And as always, tribe up and slay your day. Mm-hmm.